I did a bill in Florida to stop the gender mutilation of minors. It's child abuse and it's wrong. She opposes that bill. She thinks it's fine and the law shouldn't get involved with it. If you're not willing to stand up for the kids, if you're not willing to stand up and say that it is wrong to mutilate these kids, uh, then you're not going to fight for the people back home. I will fight for you and I will win for you. Just to respond to Ron, I, he continues to lie about my record. I actually said his don't say gay bill didn't go far enough because it only talked about gender until the third grade. And I said it shouldn't be done at all, that that's for parents to talk about. It shouldn't be talked about with schools. She said the law shouldn't get involved in that. And I just ask you, if you're somebody that's going to be the president of the United States and you can't stand up against child abuse, how are you going to be able to stand up for anything? That, that is the truth. I we never have it, said We have it that. on video. I said, that I said that if you have to be 18 to get a tattoo, you should have to be 18 to have anything done to change your gender. You said the gender. law should stay out of it. Now, the real question is to me is not so much where were you five years ago, ten years ago. The real question is where are you today and can we be confident that that's where you really are? Right. That, that's more the issue. Uh, because I don't, I don't mind people changing their views. I don't mind people. I don't love the word evolving because it's kind of got other connotations. But I don't mind people evolving. In fact, uh, I, I actually kind of appreciated um, Governor Hale, although she did miss. You know, she she was talking about what she called the "Don't Say Gay" bill, the parental rights and education bill, which really wasn't the transgender uh, surgery ban for minors. They were two different issues, and he pointed that out. But still, okay. The the real point here is, um, you know, I, I don't mind somebody who learns. And you know, if ten years ago you had five kids in the whole state and the bathroom issue was not much of an issue then and now it's kind of like this thing that's just become this crazy ridiculous explosion of a thing i get that i get that i mean i don't i don't know what i would have said five years ago if you'd asked me this question about letting minors have transgender surgeries i mean i don't i don't know i don't remember that even being a question you know this is where we are as a society that was not a discussion topic until fairly recently so, and then all of a sudden, you're like, what in the world is going on here? So that was a major, like a recurrent theme for the social uh, conservative or social issues side. They didn't really talk about, you know, abortion last night. They they sort of talked a little bit. I mean, they did talk at times about Israel. They talked about China. They, you know, talked about some number of things, that, but some of the socialists they didn't get into. This one was more something they got into because DeSantis brought it up, but then Chris Christie, see— I don't think Chris Christie can be. I mean, I I don't think I don't know who he wins against in the um, in the general election, but there's no chance he's getting the nomination. The reason he's not getting the nomination is because he wants to be the anti-Trump candidate, and of course he had a lot of quips about Trump and talking about how you know we're all the way into this debate so far and nobody's even talking about the only thing that matters here. He called him Voldemort at one point, and you know. What seemed like a deliberate, like, I plan to insert this in, i got to fit it in somewhere. I've got these three guys who are all seemingly to compete um, with, you know, Voldemort. He who shall not be named. They don't want to talk about it. Uh, it did not strike me as off the cuff. It struck me as staged, and so it kind of didn't really succeed. But he's right in this sense. Somebody's going to have to beat Trump if somebody other than Trump is going to be the nominee. He's right about that, and the others are kind of reluctant to address it because— they're all hoping to capture the, you know, sort of Trump vote or the maybe Trump vote. And certainly they're trying to capture the anti-Trump vote uh, within the Republican Party. His problem is that the only people he's got are anti-Trump moderates. He doesn't have any of the anti-Trump conservatives. 
because anti-Trump conservatives are going to go for DeSantis or Haley, certainly not for Chris Christie. So I don't know what voting coalition he thinks he's got in terms of supporting him in the primaries. That's why I keep thinking, like, get out. Although I will tell you this, I would love to see Trump and Christie debate. <laughs> I mean, honestly, I'd love to see Haley and Trump. I'd love to see DeSantis and Trump debate. But I think Chris Christie and Trump would be the most vicious of all of them, and that would be entertaining. But we'll come back to this issue of the um, what I think is probably a deal breaker for the uh, Republican electorate with Chris Christie last night. We'll see. I could be wrong, but we'll see. Uh, Jake's got traffic on the fives. All right. Um, we have uh, Mobile Highway at Beulah Elementary, slow in both directions from the school zone there. We also have a vehicle crash blocking the turn lane. Uh, Beverly Parkway at Burlington Avenue there. So uh, not any major slowdown there. Just watch out for that turn lane blocked there. Uh, Blue Angel and Gulf Beach Highway, um, a little congested at the uh, the gate at NES Pensacola West. Um, Cervantes is clear through the curve on Scenic Highway. Summit Boulevard also not showing any accidents. 98 is clear from Navarre into Gulf Breeze and Pensacola. Three Mile Bridge not showing any delays. If you see anything this morning slowing you down, let us know. 437-1620 is our traffic tip line. News Radio 92.3, informative, local, dependable. Thanks so much, Jake. Back to the debate last night. Uh, a debate that <laughs> Jimmy, honestly, Jimmy Fallon had the best joke about this debate ahead uh, of the debate. Well, it was just announced that uh, Ron DeSantis, Nikki Haley, Chris Christie, and Vivek Ramaswamy qualified for tomorrow night's fourth Republican presidential debate. And the debate will air on the CW Network and News Nation. So if you want to know how good a chance these candidates have, the debate is airing on the CW Network and News Nation. <laughs> just the follow-up. At this point, watching these debates is like watching a middle school play. It doesn't really matter. You just hope that they're having fun up there. <laughs> That's brutal. Uh, Maybe true. We'll have to see. You know, we'll start to see primaries and caucuses. But anyway... Um, Back to the debate actually itself from last night. Uh, this whole issue of allowing or disallowing parents to choose transgender surgeries or therapies for their minor children was definitely a flashpoint last night that draws a pretty bright line distinction between uh, DeSantis and Ramaswamy and then on the one side and Christie on the other. And then the question is, where's Haley? And I think she's still I think she's on the DeSantis Ramaswamy side. But of course, DeSantis is trying to say she was not. Anyway, Chris Christie is clearly not on their side and does not think that that ought to be something that ought to be uh, handled by the law. I trust parents. And we're out there saying that we should empower parents in education. We should empower parents to make more decisions about where their kids go to school. I agree. We should empower parents to be teaching the values that they believe in in their homes without the government telling them what those values should be. And yet we want to take other parental rights away. I'm sorry. As a father of four, I believe there is no one who loves my children more than me. There's no one who loves my children more than my wife. There's no one who cares more about their success and health in life than we do. Not some government bureaucrat. Now, keep in mind, there are many parents who do not have that same level of love for their children. But it's not a matter of love. That's not the relevant factor. The relevant factor is wisdom and ethics. That's the issue. And there are many cases where we at least raise questions about parents making choices for their children. Um, I, I mean, not not to be blunt and sort of disgusting about it, but um, there are a lot of things that parents cannot do with their children, right, and cannot have done to their children. And we protect kids from those kind of parents. Now, the weirdness about this is that typically the kind of stuff we talk about is abuse, neglect, 
you know, really awful bad treatment typically doesn't come out of a place of love. But bad treatment can still come out of a place of love. Things like, you know, denying medical treatment is one of those like, oh, you know, we protect religious freedom, but we have a lot of questions, you know, those kinds of things. But he goes on, and I want to give him his chance because he was really, he was articulating this position as well as anybody can articulate it. For me and for my wife, let me just say this. This is not something I favor. I think... By the way, that's a really weak statement. This is not something I favor. But anyway. I think it's a very, very dangerous thing to do. But that's my opinion as a parent, Megan. And I get to make the decisions about my children, not anybody else. And every parent out there who's watching tonight, you start to turn over just a little bit of this authority, the authority they're going to take from you next, you're not going to like. I'll stand up for parents each and every time. So there are laws you do not, you do not have, or drinking by you do not. So that's the best argument you can make, okay? That is the best version of the argument is parental rights, we don't want a slippery slope. We don't want a next thing that they're going to infringe upon. Uh, parents who love their kids should be able to make the, you know, parents know best for their kids. That is the best version of the argument. But there's a really decisive response to that, and Governor DeSantis had it. This was, in my opinion, this was the most winning moment of the night for DeSantis. You know what? Every once in a while, parents are going to make decisions that we disagree with. But the minute you start to take those rights away from parents... You don't know that slippery slope, what rights are going to be taken away okay. next, and what they're going to be have, on As you. a parent, you do not have the right to abuse your kids. This is cutting off their genitals. This is mutilating. That's it. We already limit what parents can do to, with, or for their kids in all kinds of ways. I mean, look, let me say this. This conversation about transgender kids is... It's not an easy one. It's very difficult. It's very painful. And I have tremendous sympathy. It may not come across all the time, and I think Republicans often fail to make this point. Somebody who's suffering from gender dysphoria, confused about who they are, is there, I mean, can you imagine getting up in the morning and feeling like you were born in the wrong body? Misguided and weird and diagnosable as that disorder might be, just try to imagine for a second experiencing that being that alienated from your own body is a horrible thing. And parents who see that with their kids, wanting to love and help and, you know, nurture their kids and do whatever they can think of to help alleviate some of that suffering and pain. I get the anguish and I get the sympathy. Now, none of that means that you have to think they should be allowed to make surgical or hormonal decisions for their kids that change them for the rest of their lives. But see the problem for a second. And then come back and say, yeah, but you know what? It doesn't matter how much you sympathize with the difficulty and the concern. You just can't do that to kids. That's a, that's a really clear, bright line you can draw. And Chris Christie doesn't draw that line. And to say, well, once you do this, you'll have all these other infringements. We already have loads of infringements upon parental rights. There are very few absolute principles. And certainly maybe no absolute principles in the law. You know, every right, every interest balances off against something else. And though we have tremendous deference to parents to make bad decisions for their kids, it doesn't mean you have to let parents make every bad decision for their kids. And we already draw lots of lines like this. This one is also a line we should draw. So his argument that somehow parental rights are an absolutist thing, 
No, they're not. And it worries me that somebody who understands the law, and I would hope philosophy as well enough as Chris Christie does, doesn't seem to get that concept, is willing to make a bad argument that there are no limits to the principle of parental rights when there clearly are. 723 on News Radio 92.3, informative, local, dependable. I'm Andrew McKay. Hey there, Pastor James Johnson here with Strength for Life. It was President Franklin D. Roosevelt who declared that December 7th, 1941, is a date that will live in infamy. It was on that day when the Japanese bombed the United States Naval Base at Pearl Harbor. That attack damaged 21 U.S. ships and more than 300 aircraft. Yet more importantly, that attack killed around 2,400 American soldiers, sailors, airmen, and civilians. It's with that tragic day in mind that Strength for Life wants to thank the men and women of our armed forces. Thank you for your sacrifice and service. Thank you for protecting our great country, which by the way, the United States of America is the greatest country in human history. As a pastor, I feel a debt of gratitude to every military member for enabling me to have the freedom to preach the gospel of Jesus Christ. May each American citizen thank God for the gift that is the United States of America. For more Strength for Life, please visit our website, strengthforlife.church. Veris Health Partners knows there are plenty of options when it comes to insurance. Owners Pam and Keith Giles will help guide you to choose the best plans for you and your family. As a veteran-owned independent health and life agency in Pensacola, their clients range from moms and dads on Medicare to individuals, families, business owners, and veterans who are looking for answers. They are researchers, educators, and advocates who take pride in guiding clients to become smart healthcare shoppers. Contact them at varishp.com. Veris Health Partners. Partners. Secret offers, guaranteed returns, over-the-top promises that you too can make fast money. These are all red flags that you should be wary of when looking at investment opportunities. Visit Florida's Office of Financial Regulation website 24-7 to learn what questions to ask before you invest. Remember, if it sounds too good to be true, it probably is. Visit slofr.gov to learn more. This message is sponsored by the Florida Office of Financial Regulation, the Florida Association of Broadcasters, and this radio station. The Pensacola Christmas Concert is back on News Radio 92.3. It's 24 hours of Christmas music from you, Pensacola. Local churches, local bands, local musicians, all right here on News Radio 92.3, all Christmas Day. We have music from the Pensacola Children's Chorus, the Pensacola Civic Band, Olive Baptist Church, the Perdido Brass, and more. And if you'd like your music to be part of the Pensacola Christmas Concert, send an email to christmas at newsradio923.com. Pensacola right now, it's like headline news for radio. Every day, 4 to 7, on News Radio 92.3. Informative, local, dependable. Beetlejuice. Beetlejuice. It's showtime. Uh, good morning. Happy Thursday. 726 on News Radio 923. It's cold. It's really cold. I mean, it's not really cold for kids like me who grew up in the Midwest, but you know, it's cold for Pensacola. Okay, it's not freezing, but it's, you know, it's flirting, right? Jake has got our traffic on the fives. Jake? Well, now you've done it. You've Beetlejuice three times. How dare you? <laughs> At least I didn't say Candyman, Candyman. Oh, no, 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 no. 
Um, glad there's no mirrors in the studio. Um, Mobile Highway at Beulah Elementary, slow in both directions from the school zone there as the kids get dropped off. Uh, Beverly Parkway at Burlington Avenue, uh, we have a, um, a vehicle crash with roadblock there. The turn lane is actually blocked, so just uh, use caution if you're headed towards that intersection. Right now, Blue Angel and Gulf Beach Highway, a little congested, uh, going both directions through that intersection for the NES Pensacola Westgate. And also, uh, just north of that on the map, uh, just popping up here, Blue Angel and Highway 98. We have a hit-and-run crash there at that intersection. Otherwise, we're looking pretty good. Highway 98 is clear this morning uh, from Navarre uh, all the way through Gulf Breeze into Pensacola. Highway 90 out of Milton through Pace towards Scenic Highway. No slowdowns there. If you see anything, let us know. 437-1620 is our traffic tip line. This traffic report is brought to you by Executive Landscaping. Celebrating 40 years in business on the Gulf Coast. Call us today for all your commercial and premium landscaping needs. This is News Radio 92.3 Informative, local, dependable. If you've got a business, you've got employees, you've got benefits to think about, right? You've got health, dental, vision, life, disability, you manage HR, you manage payroll, and if you love doing it and it's going swimmingly, great. Great, I'm happy for you. If you don't love doing it, or maybe it's not the best thing that happens in your business because you didn't really get into business to do that stuff, you got into business to do whatever your company does, hey, give Torgerson Causey a call. They started working with us about seven years ago, and they have been fantastic. Gave us options that we didn't have before and uh, you know, made us uh, give us choices we didn't have before, and they were fantastic with customer service, answering our questions anytime we needed to know something. So I can recommend them personally. News Radio and Cat Country been using them for seven years. Have them come in and take a look at what you're doing and see if there's not a better way to do it. 433-9996, or check out Torgerson Causey online at tcbenefitsgroup.com. David Wayne is in the newsroom with our headlines. David? Former President Donald Trump is expected to attend his trial in New York today. Uh, multiple reports say Trump will likely attend the uh, the fraud trial today ahead of the uh, uh, Monday's testimony. He's expected to testify as the final witness in the case uh, starting Monday of next week. Retailers in California that sell toys, Andrew, are going to have to offer a gender-neutral toy section starting this. January 1st, or else they face fines of up to $500. Retail associations there are uh, complaining the bill is an example of government overreach. I'm not really sure what would qualify as a gender-neutral toy. So, the, now, what about the like idea, a jack in the, the box? The idea it's a jack. is to mix the boy and girl stuff all together instead of having the, you know, like you have the Barbie stuff over here and you have the, you know, uh, Nerf and GI Joes over here. Like you have all of this stuff mixed up together so that no unsuspecting child will ever mistakenly form the association between certain kinds of toys and gender roles. And, you know, and professions that, you know, we don't want to confuse the children by teaching them that boys and girls are different is, is the issue. And, and reinforcing the notion that certain kinds of things like, you know, violence is somehow more masculine and, uh, you know, fashion is somehow more feminine to, to take a broad stroke. That's the idea. It'll be interesting to see how this all uh, works Tur- turns out, out on the transgressor ceremony tomorrow. <laughs> Absolutely. I'm looking <laughs> forward to it. Is that what you wanted to say? <laughs> Oh, man, I know it. All right, 437-1620. Coming up next, we're going to talk to um, uh, Public Information Officer Mike Wood for the Pensacola Police Department. Uh, in case you didn't catch the update, you know, yesterday that turns out that it was a bomb threat. Uh, they have arrested somebody at NES Pensacola. It didn't seem to come in any connection with the anniversary, being at the anniversary of the terrorist attack, according to uh, Terry Shashadi, the commanding officer there, Captain Shashadi, in NorthEscambia.com. News. I'm Chris Foster. 
Vivek Ramaswamy defended him, but the other three Republicans on stage at last night's final primary debate on News Nation had something at least negative to say about former President Trump. He's beating them all badly in the polls. Trump wasn't there. Blur to Governor Ron DeSantis. The idea that we're going to put someone up there that's almost 80 and there's going to be no effects from that, we all know that that's not true. Former Ambassador Nikki Haley. Nine trillion dollars in debt. He did just in four years. And former Governor Chris Christie. He is unfit. Jill NATO, Fox News. It's December 7th. The Japanese attack on Pearl Harbor was 82 years ago today. Oregon Navy veteran Ike Schaub, 103 years old, says he was scared stiff on board the USS Dobbin that day. Don't know what to do. It's a funny feeling. He's expected to be one of only about five or six survivors back in Hawaii for today's remembrance ceremony. America's listening to Fox News. Good morning. It's 731 at News Radio, 92, 3, 37 degrees. Right now, it is uh, clear skies and sunny here in Pensacola. A suspect is in custody after that bomb threat at NAS Pensacola yesterday morning. Former base commanding officer Tim Kinsella tells Channel 3 it was unfortunate that somebody would choose yesterday, the fourth anniversary of the NAS Pensacola terrorist attack, to do something like that. Incredibly disruptive. Um, they are almost always a selfish individual doing things for um, uh, for their own benefit, whether it's a prank, whether it's trying to get a day off of work. You know, uh, you wouldn't believe some of the reasons why people call in a bomb threat. And in a statement yesterday, NAS Pensacola officials said that, quote, naval security forces in coordination with local law enforcement partners executed pre-planned responses to make the arrest. Officials say suspect information won't be released due to the ongoing investigation. The Escambia Sheriff's Office celebrating 19 new deputies that are making up their first graduating class from the new training academy. Those new recruits graduated this week. They'll be out on their own starting December 18th. Historically, we've we've taken a, um, a recruit or a, a potential deputy uh, that has just graduated from, from, from the academy, and then we would have to uh, you know, basically put them in our own our own you know, training, if you will. Sheriff Chip Simmons says the Escambia Sheriff's Office is one of six in the state that are now authorized to run their own law enforcement academy. The next batch of recruits will uh, start next month. Disney is accusing its new local oversight board of touting revisionist history. Disney was responding yesterday to a report issued by the Central Florida Tourism Oversight District. That report accused Disney of bribing residents in the Reedy Creek Improvement District with park passes in order to pass Disney-friendly legislation. The company the company claims the report wasn't objective or credible and says that they're only seeking to advance the new tourism board's interests in its litigation with Disney, which they claim could derail investment in the area. The board overseeing the Escambia Children's Trust is now down to two finalists who are in the running to serve as the next executive director. Tammy Greer resigned from that position in August, saying the job was unbelievably political. After almost 500 people applied for it, the application review committee has now narrowed it down to two finalists, Lindsey Cannon and Walker Wilson. Cannon currently serves as the executive director of Children's Home Society in Florida for the Western and Emerald Coast region. The bottom line is you've got to have a stewardship of funds that is to the letter of the contract, um, and and if you want to do something different, you've got to find a different way to do it. 
Wilson is the executive director of the Pensacola Downtown Improvement Board. Both of those candidates will speak before the full Escambia Children's Trust Board December 20th. The hiring comes uh, at a time when there's significant questions about whether some of the organizations that got grant money this year have been good stewards of it. It is 735 at News Radio 923. Let's get a look at our traffic on the fives. Jake, what are you seeing? Okay, Mobile Highway at Beulah Elementary, slow in both directions from the school zone there. And if you're headed uh, further eastbound down on Mobile Highway uh, toward Blue Angel Parkway, it's congested in all directions at that intersection. Uh, Beverly Parkway at Burlington Avenue, we have a vehicle crash with a roadblock there. It's actually blocking the turn lane, uh, but no major slowdowns there. NES Pensacola Westgate, we have a little congestion getting out of there or in there. Uh, Lillian and Blue Angel Parkway at the traffic light there, we uh, just got a call from our traffic tip line. Uh, the green arrow is not functioning on that traffic light. So if you're in the vicinity of Lillian and Blue Angel Parkway, that traffic light is going to be very slow getting through that intersection. Uh, if you see anything out there slowing you down, let us know on our traffic tip line, 437-1620, News Radio 92.3, informative, local, dependable. It is a very cold start this morning, but temperatures do warm up in the afternoon. High today near 61 degrees, partly cloudy skies. Overnight tonight, temperatures dropping near 53. As you go into Friday, warm up continues 68 degrees for your high with a 10% chance of rain. Low Friday night near 63 degrees. For Saturday, we are expecting some showers and thunderstorms late in the day into the overnight hours. High on Saturday near 73 degrees, low Saturday night near 60. This is Brooke Richardson from the First Morning Weather Center. And right now, 39 degrees in Pensacola. 42 in Gulf Breeze and 34 in Milton. Our next news at 8. Breaking news anytime. I'm David Wayne, News Radio 923. I'm Jennifer Koshenka with your money now. JetBlue shares are up 8% in pre-market trading after the airline raised its outlook for the fourth quarter and full year, saying travel demand remains healthy. Since late October, bookings have outperformed expectations for both holiday peak and non-holiday travel periods. JetBlue says it experienced strong operational performance during November. Meta, OpenAI, and Microsoft say they will use AMD's newest AI chip, the biggest sign so far that tech companies are searching for alternatives to the expensive and NVIDIA graphics processors that have been essential for creating and deploying artificial intelligence programs. If AMD's latest high-end chip is good enough for the tech companies and cloud service providers building and serving AI models when it starts shipping early next year, it could lower costs for developing AI models and put competitive pressure on NVIDIA's surging AI chip sales growth. On Wall Street, futures pointing to a mixed open this morning. That's your money now. Open enrollment for health insurance starts November 1st, and this year, enroll in a Florida Blue plan and get exclusive support from an approved Florida Blue agent. Affiliated Insurance wants to help you find a health plan that's right for you and meets your needs, not theirs. Make enrollment hassle-free this year by calling 850-477-5840 and make that appointment with your local Florida Blue agent today. Policies have limitation health insurance from Blue Cross Blue Shield Florida Incorporated, BBA Florida Blue. Fall is a great time of the year for gardening, whether it's fertilizing the lawn, pruning, planting shrubs, and of course, winter vegetables. This is Mike Quiggins. If you've got fall gardening questions, we've got the answers on the News Radio Garden Line every Tuesday morning at 9 on the Pensacola Expert Panel. And if you miss us on Tuesday, then catch the Encore Edition every Saturday morning at 9. Presented by Pensacola Hardware, Blue Sky Landscaping, Barnes Feed Store, and Lucky's Pine Straw. Do you want to stay up to date on the latest news, weather, and traffic, but don't have a radio nearby? 
Then you need to download our new app. With the News Radio Pensacola app, you can get text alerts for breaking news, severe weather, and traffic delays. Plus, customize your alerts so you only get the information you need. It's easy to sign up for text alerts. Just download our app, create an account, and select the alerts you want to receive. You can even change your settings at any time. So, what are you waiting for? Download the News Radio Pensacola app today and start getting text alerts. Police Department is planning to purchase 21 Taser 7s. The officers have been using Taser models M26 and X26 since 2005. The M26 model was discontinued. We converted to the X26 model. The X26 model has been discontinued, and we've been able to purchase refurbished ones during the past several years. Now the refurbished X26 is no longer available, and Taser no longer provides technical support for this model. We're beginning to experience taser failures and product malfunctions. There are a few new models available, but the Taser 7 model being requested is the one that meets the needs of the police department. So this is uh, Mayor of Milton, Heather Lindsay, talking during the recent ex- uh, executive committee meeting about this item of replacing the tasers, which, uh, you know, they're starting to malfunction, which is not a particularly good place to be. Um, they, she also said they don't use them very often. In the previous four years, officers were required to activate their taser six times. There are multiple events where the officer simply displayed the taser and the subjects complied with the officer's instruction. And, of course, tasers are often, you know, that's the point is brandishing can work. The taser is a valuable tool when attempting to get a suspect to comply as directed. Peaceful compliance by the suspect greatly reduces the possibility of injuries to the suspect or the officers. Now, this is a narrative she's reading, it, but it was written by Chief Tony Tindall uh, for the Milton Police Department, and it's going to be $59,000 to buy 21 new tasers. Uh, I wanted to ask Mike Wood about this. He is the public information officer for the Pensacola Police Department. Mike, welcome back to the Pensacola Morning News, sir. Thank you. Good morning. Hey, so, yeah, good morning. Uh, I was curious, since it sounds like in Milton they don't get used very often, uh, they brandish in order to get compliance and uh, maybe because they don't get used as often, they don't feel the need to upgrade them as frequently, but uh, they're having to upgrade because they can't get parts or can't get replacements or refurbished or whatever, and they're starting to fail. How does does PPD go through this problem? Are the tasers that Pensacola Police Department uses, I mean, old, in need of replacement? What is kind of your your policy of keeping that stock proper? Well, it's it's like the mayor said; those they eventually wear out, and if they don't, then the manufacturer will quit supporting them, and it's hard to get them fixed and get parts for them. So, uh, at the Pensacola Police Department, we do keep up with that. <clears throat> the taser is is probably the single best, uh, less lethal weapon that's ever come out in my 37 years. It's something that's um, very helpful. It's probably kept a lot of people from from getting shot, uh, just to be plain about it. And those things need to work. When the officer needs it to work, it needs to work. And they test those every day to make sure they are. And when they start basically falling apart because of age, uh, we do replace those on a regular basis. So they test them every day, like before you go on in your shift, basically, to make sure it's working properly? Yes. Oh, okay. And so do you ever ha- – I mean, I guess that's a preventative – practice so you don't have the problem of them malfunctioning or falling apart and you replace them frequently enough like you're not having to you're kind of proactively replacing them is that the idea 
Yes, we, we, we're proactively doing it. And then again, what, you know, if they get damaged or just start not working, then we have to replace them as well. So it's, uh, it just depends on the, the situation. And, and is, is this right that they're used as brandishing in order to get compliance? Like, I'm going to tase you, hold it out in front of somebody and threaten them with it, essentially? Yes, that works. Uh, sometimes all you have to do is, dis- is display it. Um, they have a laser dot on them that shows where the probes are going to go. And when a person sees that, uh, aimed at their chest, a lot of times you have instant compliance. Interesting. Well, that's no, I learned something. That's fascinating. You know, we'd never really talked about this, and um, I was curious to, you know, hear how it works at PPD compared to how it works at MPD. So uh, very interesting stuff. Uh, you know, it's been a relatively low incident. You notice I don't say the keyword. Uh, week or really a couple, but um, you had, what, some burglary, alarms? What, what happened here? Yeah, uh, Tuesday night into Wednesday morning, officers responded to an alarm at um, Lumber Liquidators on Davis Highway. And upon arrival, officers located um, a, a person, a man inside the business, and made a quick arrest on that. So uh, officers won that dead zero. Um, you know, that's if you don't, it, it goes to show if you don't have an alarm on your system or your home, please get one. Those are getting cheaper and cheaper uh, every year. And it used to be they had to be monitored by a, um, a monitoring company, which we certainly do uh, suggest that you do. But now you can have an alarm go off and it alerts you on your phone. So, and then you can call the police on your own. So, uh, it just the, the alarms work and uh, it was a good quick arrest. So, uh, great job on, on the patrol division that night. You know, speaking of that with people's homes, uh, we're well into the Christmas shopping season. We're into the Amazon season, so to speak. Um, have we had very many incidents where people have had things stolen off of their uh, for their porches? One so far, and that's, wow. that's a great, a great thing to be able to say. So, yeah, just, just one. Um, but we have officers in the neighborhoods in marked and unmarked cars watching for this sort of thing. And uh, I want to take the time to urge people, if this happens, if you know that you've got a package delivered, uh, you know, most of these carriers will take a picture of it, and you will get a, get a photo of that. And then it's not there. Uh, check with your neighbors, but to make sure they didn't pick it up uh, as a as a favor to you and, and to hold it for you. Um, but don't only call the delivery company, FedEx uh, or or Amazon or UPS. But we need to know. Call the police as well. So we may we need to know. Uh, where these thefts are happening so we can concentrate on that area. And again, as you talked about previously, if they can, if they don't need an officer to come out, they can do that electronically online. Just make sure you're a resident of the city and not a resident of the county, right? Correct. Uh, shot spotter, we're pretty close. Yeah, really close. We're still uh, looking at the, the December area, the mid-December um, we we're very, very close on that. Again, part of the issue was, you know, we had to get uh, permission from property owners, uh, private property owners, to be able to put the sensors in certain locations, and also from uh, uh, from FPL. So uh, all of that is in place now. It's just a matter of, of getting software up and running and and issued out to the officers. And uh, we also the the North Office, the PSC campus, that's not operational yet, right? Not yet. Still working on that. There were some logistics that had to be done, you know, computer wiring and things like that to make it uh, suitable for a substation, and that, that is still on schedule as well. Very good. And then the last thing, we always like to end with a did you know or a cop myth. Do you have one for me today? Yeah, this is a did you know, and, and I, I've been asked before why do detectives all over the country not wear uniforms, and it's kind of, it's it, to me, to an officer, it's obvious, but maybe to some people it's not, and there are actually a few reasons uh, for this. Uh, some people may be intimidated by the uniform, the visible weapon, etc. cetera. Uh, an officer in plain clothes is less intimidating, therefore uh, facilitating communication. And, and communication is what 
a detective's job is all about. Also, wearing the uniform requires a duty belt, bulletproof vest, and so on, which is not compatible with sitting behind a desk for hours, which is uh, part of the detective's job. Uh, also, a detective doing an investigation usually does not want to stand out. They want to uh, they want to blend in, and that helps with that. So, uh, so that's why that's done. So, what I took away from that is that you say detectives are less intimidating and they sit behind the desk all day. Is that did I did I summarize that correctly? Well, not sitting behind the desk all day. They're out. <laughs> they're out going around, but but yeah, sitting back there making phone calls and following up on cases is a big part of their job. And listen, I have a quick believe it or not, and this is useless information, but I got to put this out there uh, because I had no idea that um, I can connect the children's show Sesame Street and the 1947 movie It's a Wonderful Life. They have a connection, and a police officer is involved. And what that connection is is that the characters of Bert and Ernie on Sesame Street, which began in 1969, were named after Bert the police officer and Ernie the taxi driver in It's a Wonderful Life. So there you go. What? But where did Rubber Ducky come from? Yeah. <laughs> well, I'll have that for you next Thursday. His name was going to turn out to be Clarence is what I think is going to turn out to be the case. So, no, that's great. All right. Uh, Mike Wood, always a pleasure, sir. We'll talk to you next week. Thank you for the information, for helping keep us safe. I appreciate it. Thank you. 747 on News Radio 92.3. Jake's got traffic for us. Jake? Well, that's interesting. I did not know that. Um we're looking pretty good out there. We've got some slowdowns to tell you about. 98 westbound, we're seeing major slowdown getting out of Tiger Point, headed toward proper. Uh, Mobile Highway at Beulah Elementary, slow in both directions from the school zone, and then headed further east on Mobile Highway, headed uh, south toward Blue Angel Parkway. It's congested in all directions there. Uh, Highway 29 south going toward East 10 Mile Road, uh, very backed up to that intersection, and Beverly Parkway at Burlington Avenue. We have a vehicle crash with a roadblock there uh, blocking the turn lane. Also, just off our uh, traffic tip line, somebody called in and let us know that the Green Arrow is not functioning. So if you're headed uh, down Lillian, uh, going toward Blue Angel Parkway, that traffic light there, the Green Arrow is not functioning on either side, so that's going to be slow going getting through there. This traffic report is brought to you by New South Windows Solutions. If you see anything out there slowing you down this morning, let us know on our traffic tip line, 437-1620. You're listening to News Radio 92.3, informative, local, dependable. But really, how important is that Green Arrow? I mean, on it. <laughs> yeah, it's just 10, 15 minutes extra. It's, yeah, it's only like everything for that light. All right. Hey, if uh, you've got a nice import, a BMW, a Porsche, Mercedes, is a Genesis, Audi, Jaguar, Lexus, right? Um, you typically get these cars and they cost you a little bit more because you figure it's worth it. Then you figure, well, I got to go to the dealership. And even though that's going to cost me more and it's going to be time and it's going to be distance and it's going to be, you know, Destin or Mobile or wherever. Uh, well, this is what I have to do. No, no, you don't. You can go to Bobby Lycus Auto Service right here on Davis Highway. They work on those cars all the time. No problem. Look, they also work on your, you know, um, your domestics. They work on your diesel engines and your gas engines. Not everybody does both. They work on all of that. So it's basically, you know, if it's got a couple of wheels, you can bring it into Bobby Lycus Auto Service. They work on that. Carcliniceservice.com is the website. The idea there is it's like a healthcare clinic for your car. You bring your body into the doctor, bring your car into Bobby Lycus to have them look at it periodically, routinely for the preventative scheduled maintenance. So you don't have the big unexpected thing. Bobby Lycus Auto Service right here on Davis Highway. Hobbies can be fun and expensive. How about a hobby that was fun and could make you money? Find out how today at 1030 as Emerald Coast Coins talks about how precious metals and metal detectors are a great hobby. For nearly 20 years, Emerald Coast Coins has been one of the top-rated businesses in Northwest Florida to buy and sell gold, silver, and the best metal detectors to find treasure. Get more information about this today on the Pensacola Expert Panel. The Pensacola Expert Panel, 9 to 11 weekdays on News Radio 92.3 AM 1620. 
Resetting your password, unsubscribing from emails, printing anything. Why are simple things sometimes so complicated? Thankfully, with an auto owner's insurance independent agent, getting the right coverage for your business doesn't have to be one of them. So you can get back to more important things, like learning how that printer works. That's simple human sense. Ask Rushing Insurance in Pensacola and Daphne if auto owners make sense for you. Here's what's happening around Pensacola this week. Pensacola Winterfest continues downtown. Bring your family and experience music, shopping, food, caroling in the streets, trolley tours, and of course, Santa. For all the info, see downtownpensacola.com. The Cox Pensacola Christmas Parade is Saturday evening. The fun starts at 515 with nearly 100 entries and lots of local bands. See coxpensacolachristmasparade.com for more. Find more events and submit yours at newsradio923.com. Tomorrow morning at 10.30, join Santa Rosa Animal Services on the Pensacola Expert Panel. They believe every life is precious and that every wag of a tail, every purr, and every gentle nuzzle is a gift worth cherishing. Their dedicated team of volunteers works tirelessly to provide shelter, care, and love to animals in need. Learn how you can give back, adopting or fostering a furry friend. Discover the resources you need to make your community a better place for pets. That's tomorrow morning at 10.30 on the Pensacola Expert Panel. The Pensacola Expert Panel. Pep Talk, mornings 9 till 11 on News Radio 923. Informative, local, dependable. Hey, how you doing? You speak English? Uh, what country do you think this is? Remember the other day the news came out that Biden said he's only running for re-election in order to stop Trump? Remember that, you know, he's he's the great white savior to stop the orange man is kind of, you know, the, the, the way he's saying it, right? Um, so you got it. All the Democrats are counting on, on Biden to stop him. Did you then also catch what he said at the end of the press conference yesterday? I think it was yesterday. He's running away. Well, walking very slowly away in whichever direction he's get he gets told to walk um and, and they're yelling questions at him oh this is this is funny you ready here we go do you think there's any what democrat who could defeat donald trump other than you do you think there's any democrat who can defeat donald trump other than you probably 50 of them you do believe that there are i'm not the only one to defeat him, but i will defeat him. probably 50 of them and then she says so other other people can defeat him, and he's like, yeah. And then he mumbles some. I'm not the only one to defeat him, but I will defeat him. I'm not the only one to defeat him, but um, <laughs> so, well, which is it? Which is it? Is it you gotta be in the race because you're the only one, or oh, anybody can defeat that guy? It, can can I tell you that it's not a secret, but it's sort of what everybody knows, um. Any Republican other than Donald Trump beats Joe Biden. Period. And any Democrat other than Joe Biden beats Donald Trump. Eh, comma. <laughs> Almost, okay? And yet here we are, right? Facing the likely matchup of what we got. Um it's it's just it's a weird world. It really is. 
437-1620. But I just thought that was such a fascinating reversal of the very thing that he had said the like couple of days prior. And some we don't have audio from it because it was at a donor meeting or whatever. Um, but oh sure, anybody beats him. I it's it's such high negatives with both candidates, right? That's gonna be the handicap for both of them. Is the high, I mean, Charlemagne the God was hosting the Daily Show, uh, I think it was last night, and he played this, and his comment was, please, brother, get out of the way. You know, like some, and I've talked to many of my Democrat friends, uh, particularly black ones, weirdly, who, you know, that's kind of their view is, oh, man, this is just starting to get bad for us. You know, it's not too late to find somebody else because they most definitely don't want to have Trump get to be president, and they're worried that Biden can't beat him, right? Which, I mean, of course— Republicans are worried that Trump can't beat Biden. I mean, it's kind of both things, right? 437-1620, By the way, what did you think of the debate last night? Um, do you have, you know, do you have anybody you really, it, like, changed your mind on, stood out to you, best line, you know, whatever? Uh, did you watch it? It was on the CW. You have to have the <laughs> CW, you know, um, or the News Nation or whatever the streaming. Anyway, uh, yeah. Jake's got traffic on the fives for us. Jake? Well, 98 westbound, we're seeing major slowdown getting out of Tiger Point headed toward Gulf Breeze proper. Um, Mobile Highway at Beulah Elementary School, slow in both directions from that school zone. And if you're headed uh, further eastbound on Mobile Highway, uh, south, I'm sorry, uh, south towards uh, Blue Angel Parkway, it's congested in all directions at that intersection of Mobile Highway and Blue Angel. Uh, also on Blue Angel, if you're on Lillian uh, trying to get to Blue Angel, the, uh, the traffic light at Lillian and Blue Angel, the green arrow is not functioning in that process. So it's causing some confusion and congestion there at that intersection. Highway 29 South going towards East 10 Mile Road, very backed up going to that intersection. If you see anything out there slowing you down, let us know. 437-1620 is our traffic tip line. This is News Radio 923, informative, local, dependable. Oh, and by the way, I, I mean, I said this not that long ago for a different case, but one of the things we do with your traffic tips when it's stuff like that, stuff that's malfunctioning, is I always immediately send that off to Chris Phillips or you know whoever at Santa Rosa, but in Escambia County, it's Chris Phillips for traffic stuff, so that it can get fixed. So we really appreciate the notes so we can tell the drivers. We also appreciate the notes because then we can get the problem fixed a little bit more quickly because they may not even realize there's something wrong with it. Mm-hmm. 756 News Radio 92.3. Uh, David Wayne's in the newsroom with our headlines. David? The shooter that killed three people at the University of Nevada in Las Vegas Wednesday reportedly was a college professor law enforcement sources say the suspect was a a career college professor who'd unsuccessfully applied for a job at the university new york mayor eric adams making another trip to washington dc today in a push to try to get more federal help on the migrant crisis he's scheduled to meet with congressional leaders and federal officials and attend the white house holiday party as well And the head of the FBI says it's frightening how fast fentanyl is flowing across the southern border. Over the past two years, we've seized enough fentanyl to kill 270 million people. And FBI Director Christopher Wray says that is about 80 percent of all Americans. The U.S. Treasury announced sanctions against a couple of Mexican companies linked to drug smuggling this week. All right, David, thanks so much for the update. Uh, You know, we have a somewhat new advertiser on the program. It's been a couple of months now. Um, at some point, I have to just say they're an advertiser, <laughs> but they're great. They're so interesting what they do. Uh, it's Pro Health Florida, and they have seven different locations. They're a walk-in healthcare clinic, 
Okay, so you can get urgent care, you can get primary care, 8 to 4, Monday through Friday uh, at all the locations, and then Saturdays 8 to 1 also at the Pensacola location next to Sam's Club. I mean, they're in Crestview, they're in Fort Walton, they're in Milton, they're in Santa Rosa Beach, they're in uh, Gulf Breeze by the Whataburger, you know, across from Andrews, Pensacola on Summit, Pensacola on College behind the Sam's Club, and what they offer is, again, all that primary care, urgent care walk-in, lab work, occupational health screenings, um, you need a sports or a camp physical or for work or a TB test or drugs, whatever, all that stuff. And they've got a medical weight loss program. But I think, to me, the thing that probably appeals to most people is $45 a month for a pro-health medical membership plan. Unlimited primary care visits, no copay. No copay, unlimited primary care visits. So you just don't even have to wonder, should I go to the doctor, right? Just go, because it's taken care of for $45 a month and 24-7 teledoc and a discount on lab work and procedures and some other stuff as well. So, you know, people use it in addition to their insurance, not just instead of their insurance, but either way, prohealthfl.com or check out any of the locations in person. 759 on News Radio 92.3. Oh, yeah, no, somebody texted a good correction to me. Uh, I was saying that um, there are many, perhaps any Democrat who can beat Trump. Um, and uh, somebody texted and said, except Kamala. <laughs> that's, yeah, no, that's true. Yeah, I think that's a even weaker candidate for the Democrats. Uh, yeah, that's that's accurate. Oh, and also the whole business of DeSantis not answering directly the question whether Trump was unfit. Um, you know, some questions you just don't want to answer directly. Does that damage him? Listen Maybe. It look, does look evasive. 5.3 and AM 1620. News Radio 92.3. WNRP Golf Breeze, Milton, Pensacola.